Hello, I'd like to welcome you to this introductory episode of Jimmo Memo. This is a gathering of um, three experts in the field of bot botanical medicine. And we're here to talk to you about gemotherapy, a relatively new um, um, product in Europe. It's been around for about 60, 70 years. And we're trying to bring it forward so that others can find it more accessible and have information to use in their own homes and practices. I'm Lauren Hubele. I am a gemotherapy expert. I coach individuals and families on restoring their immunity with gemotherapy. And I'm here with two good friends and colleagues, um, uh, Terry Brooks and Megan Lim. Terry, can you introduce yourself to the group? Good morning, everyone. I'm Terry. I am a mom, a grandmother, a retired teacher of many different topics, and a musician, a gardener, and an herbalist by hobby. Um, mainly, I treat myself, my family, my friends, and community members that are curious. Can't even say treat. I offer other solutions to minor health problems. But I'm um, most excited to have taken some gemotherapy classes from Lauren. I hope to continue that. And the herbalism part of it is really big for me. I have been teaching some local classes around a couple of areas, uh, small towns in the area. And uh, my main focus for that is to teach people how to take care of their own health care and to use the plants that are growing wild in our backyards. I'm not asking anyone to go out and forage really rare plants. It's just plants that are abundant and wild that can be used for minor health concerns. So that's what I'm doing. Terry, I'm so glad to have you here. Thanks for joining us. And mm -hmm. Megan, acupuncturist and gemotherapist as well. What can you share about yourself today? Good morning. It's great to be with you all. My name is Megan Lamp and I uh, I'm an acupuncturist. I practice Japanese acupuncture and body work here in the Midwest of the United States. And I have also been studying and practicing gemotherapy for a few years. And it has just been um, really a game changer for myself and my family and now my clients in my practice also. Beautiful. So let's take a look at what gemotherapy is. Um, we will be going through extracts on each episode and dedicating time to it, but it's important to realize that each of these extracts come from a plant, generally trees and shrubs, and then they are made into um, an, an extract, and then the bottle holds potential for healing for individuals. So we're going to take a look at how that moves from plant to the extract itself, and then what does that look like in the Asian medicine lens? So Terry, why don't you tell us a little bit about gemotherapy from the tree perspective? Well, trees are mystical and magical, and they're the, they're the standing people in native cultures. They have everything they need to protect themselves and to help other trees of their species and otherwise survive onslaught of diseases and so on. So when we're talking about gemotherapy, 
most often, I believe we're talking about using the buds of the plant, but there are some cases where the um, rootlets or uh, a young shoot is used. But speaking about the buds, they are picked by hand in the early spring, about the time when the sap is rising and that sap is going to the bud. It's, it's making the bud large and larger than it normally would be in spring. It's swelling up. And that's when we wanna pick that bud before the leaves actually open. Um, that bud contains, it's like the stem cells of the plant. It contains all the embryonic tissues that provide the potential for what that plant has throughout its whole life cycle. So the energy of the whole plant is there in that bud. And then of course, as we're picking these buds, um, in my opinion, I think most would agree, we wanna use them as quickly as possible turn them into medicine as soon as possible. So using them fresh is very important to get them into the alcohol, water, glycerin mix. Beautiful. Terry, thank you. Welcome. So, so once we've had this, this bud or root or shoot in the mix, it sits for 30 days. And then it can be um, bottled as a concentrate, as is often used um, that way in France and in uh, Switzerland, but I tend to prefer it when it's been diluted, and this becomes a D1 solution then. And that D1 solution gives us so many more options and flexibility in how we can use this extract. So what, once we have this D1 solution, there's an incredible potential in that bottle for specific restorative actions. And so when I'm sharing about each extract, I'll be talking to you about the primary action. What is that primary organ or action that the extract begins, gets rolling so that the body can take over? What might be some of the secondary actions? And then what's it, I find really interesting are indirect effects. And, and these are things that happen as a result of those primary and secondary actions. In my work over the years with gemotherapy, I've created a system that moves it from an allopathic approach to a holistic approach. And in that, we have ways we use extracts for acute situations. We have learned to microdose these D1 extracts to whisper to the nervous system and help um, bring it into harmony. And then we use it to optimize elimination by working with the kidneys and the bowel. And then further on, working with chronic conditions, we have ways we work with the extracts that to restore deteriorated organ systems. So these are the um, aspects that I'll be covering with you as we look at each gemotherapy extract in future episodes. Megan, I'm so excited to hear what you're going to share from the Asian medicine perspective. Yeah, Lauren, it is very fun to be talking about the GEMOs from an East Asian perspective. And when we're looking at gemotherapy through that lens, we're looking at life and at health through a very holistic lens. In East Asian medicine, all of life is considered a manifestation of qi. And qi is a word that many of us are familiar with. It's the life force or the vitality that's innate in each of us. But yes, our lungs are expanding and contracting. And yes, our heart is beating. 
but what is the life in each of us? And that in East Asian medicine is what we call chi. And everything that we're observing in our body and mind is a manifestation of chi. And chi follows a very specific nature. So the nature of chi or the nature of life is constant change and transformation. So the goal of East Asian medicine and through this lens gemotherapy is to help us move through our internal and external transformations with ease. And that can be the change of season, the change of climate. It can be, we all know that our mind and our emotions and our thoughts are constantly changing. It can be as we age, our changing bodies. If we are able to move through those transitions with relative ease, then we know that our chi is abundant and flowing. And if our chi isn't abundant and flowing and we have a little roadblock, what are the responses that we're having in our mind and body to that? And what are they looking like? And those symptoms that are arising are our body's clues to where we know that we need to balance and support it. And that's where Asian medicine blends so beautifully with gemotherapy because Asian medicine offers us a whole different set of tools for how to read the body's clues and decipher how to pick an extract and support the mind. And sometimes the extract that we might choose in gemotherapy to support the body might be something that strengthens and adds vitality and tonifies. And sometimes we might have heat or pain or inflammation, and it's more like a roadblock in our chi. And we might need something that harmonizes or disperses so that we can reestablish the smooth flow. So health and uh, life in Asian medicine is the abundance and free flow of chi, and disease and symptoms are considered a blockage in our chi. Um, so for thousands of years before I came along and we came along, people have been studying East Asian medicine and how the chi flows through the body and have, they've mapped it out for us. And so there is a specific pathway that the chi takes through the body. And for the sake of discussion, we've divided that pathway into smaller pathways. And we call those meridians. And when those were translated into English, we chose organ names for those. For example, the liver meridian or liver chi in the body does have to do with the organ of liver that cleans and stores the blood. And it also has to do with other energetic systems. So as we start to go through each specific extract, we'll dive a little bit more into how to decipher the body's clues uh, in relation to picking an extract, and um, what the primary and secondary actions in Asian medicine are. Wow, wow. beautiful. Megan, thank you for bringing up the word tonic and the word harmonizer. And these are terms you're going to hear as we move through these extracts. Um, they come from the Asian medicine lens but we use them freely when talking about extracts and they help us understand how that extract will be working in the body. Great. So we're ready to start a whole adventure here and we'll be talking about different extracts over the course of our future episodes with you. But perhaps you're intrigued by our work and would like to learn a little bit more about it. I have a website that you can go to and find out an abundance about chemotherapy um, at laurenhubelay.com. And Terry, you have some books on um, trees that you would like to recommend? I have some favorite books. The Meaning of Trees 
by Fred Hagen, I'm sorry, Hagenator. Um, I love this book because it has a lot of the mythical and mystical traditions and cultural things throughout the ages about trees, how it's been used throughout different civilizations. And many trees I'm not familiar with are in that book as well. So they're from all over the world. A Celtic woman that does a lot with trees and herbs. Her name is Ellen Everett Hopman. She's out in the northeast of the United States. She has written a lot of books. This is one of her books, Tree Medicine, Tree Magic. And I think I found this one at a garage sale. The Wisdom of Trees, Mysteries, Magic, and Medicine by Jane Gifford. Those are three of my favorites. There are many more, of course, which we'll probably talk about in later episodes. Beautiful. Thanks, Terry. And Megan. Yes, I have a website. You can uh, email me via the website or find out more information at www.aculemp.com. Perfect. Terry, Megan, it's been an honor to be with you, and I can't wait for our journey together. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and you'll want to be sure to check out our future episodes. Thank you.